It's me, Roz. How are you? I am doing great. I have been so busy, which is wonderful. I've been doing a fun little show here in L.A. called Golden Girls Live at Casita del Campo. And it's just been wonderful. And it's been so nice to see people and see old friends and to work with friends. And it's just been so great. And... um, I haven't had much time to like watch anything scary lately, but I did the other night I did some shows and I was like, okay, I need to unwind. And so I went to discovery plus and I was like, Oh, I should watch this new devil made me do it documentary. That's about that story that inspired the most recent Conjuring movie. And I'm like, okay, let's check this out. I ended up getting terrified. It is like a reenactment type uh, documentary. So I don't know if that's your taste or not. I did not finish it. I eventually, very soon, will hope. I hope to finish it. But I found it kind of scary. But what I really liked was that people that were involved in the actual situation are being interviewed and it's kind of cool so i don't know just a recommendation if you're looking for something spooky to watch and if you want to hear something spooky right now allow me to read you a ghost story that i just noticed in a five-star review on apple podcasts this one comes from chloe elise chloe lee cw i hope i said that right Okay, it says, real ghost story to share. When I was a little girl, from 1995 to the year 2000, my family and I lived in a beautiful home with unexplainable happenings. We moved in when I was in the middle of kindergarten, and we loved everything about the home and neighborhood, except for one thing. This house was extremely haunted. The ghost, or ghosts particularly liked to show up for my mom and I, especially me. Some of this happened in the middle of the night. One night, my boombox turned on by itself. It started blaring the sync CD that I had in at the time. I woke to my parents busting into my room yelling, What are you doing? Turn that off! They said, Bye, bye, bye. However, they quickly realized that it had startled and woken me up as well. It really scared me. The song playing wasn't the beginning of the CD either. It was on song six or seven. I can't remember. But if you remember the old days, you couldn't just start playing a CD in the middle. Another thing, a couple days later, this outlet blew up. We thought it was so strange it was the same outlet. Another time, my mom had left me home alone 
quickly while she went to pick my brother up from soccer. I was in my room when all of a sudden I hear banging across the house, like someone was throwing things in the kitchen. I had a landline in my room, so I called my mom and was hysterical. She told me to hide in the closet and that she would be home in one minute. When she got home, she noticed nothing was out of place. She said I was so pale and scared she could tell something had happened. Later that evening, when my dad walked into the bathroom by the kitchen, he noticed two paintings were taken off the wall and stacked on top of one another. No one could explain how that happened, and we wondered if that was a part of what I heard. The time I actually saw a ghost at the house, I will never forget. My friend was sleeping over, and we were sitting on the bed playing. We had a lamp on, but we were getting ready to go to sleep. My bed sat in between two windows in my room. We both looked up and saw what we describe as the white man outside one of the windows. He was dressed in colonial-style clothes, and as a child, we said he looked like George Washington. He was so close, his face was right up against the glass. We screamed at the top of our lungs. My mom rushed in, and she said, "'What's wrong?' You two are as pale as ghosts. We described what we had seen a white man in the window. You had a white man peeking into your windows? Absolutely terrified, my parents searched around the house. Nothing. My friend and I fell out of touch because we both moved. But a few years ago, we got back into touch through Facebook. What did she bring up? The white man. It's something that started to feel like a dream to me as I got older, but I was in shock that she still remembered, too. Other things that happened to my mom would be doors opening, feeling cold beside her, etc. Our house cleaner also asked once if we had experienced anything in the house as well. She said she turned the corner and saw what she said was a, quote, guardian angel that was as tall as the ceiling and had wings. She said we were being protected in the home. I could go on and on, but I just thought I would share some of these creepy things that happened in a childhood home. Oh my God, thank you for sending me that. Now I am picturing George Washington poking his head into my windows at night, and I'm terrified. Guys, I have an exciting announcement. I, because you know, I live a life of talking about ghosts here on the podcast and you you guys know me from that but I also like you know talk about other things sometimes as well and so I have been really wanting to do another podcast of some sort that isn't necessarily about ghosts or UFOs or the paranormal and so I thought I would just like try it out just for fun like a very laid back type of podcast with my best friend Sam Pancake and we're doing it on my second tier of Patreon right now and the first episode is up right now patreon.com slash there's also a link in the description of this episode and what we're gonna do is we're gonna try it for a month we're gonna do every week once a week about 45 minutes to an hour or so of us just talking about a random topic And this week's topic is called Stars in the Wild, and we're just talking about 
seeing famous people um, out in the wild, you know, just like at the grocery store or whatever, just like, you know, fun stories of us living in LA. And I, every week is going to be a different type theme. So I hope you can check it out and enjoy it. And if you like it, maybe we'll keep doing it. So go check that out, please. So I have some notes about today's episode before we get into it. I, I'm so starstruck by this guest. I've, I've met her a few times. Her name is Peppermint. If you don't know Peppermint, get into Peppermint. Peppermint is an amazing drag performer. She is a trans activist and an actor and a recording artist. And she's just so cool and just a fun vibe. And this episode, it is one of these episodes where we where she doesn't necessarily have like a ghost story of her own necessarily but we keep it fun and we keep it spooky and on topic for the most part and I feel a little bad because I didn't realize how scared of this stuff she might be so I do kind of scare her a little bit but what I was going to say before we do reference in this episode today a recent, well, not a recent, oh my God, it's been almost two years, an older episode of Ghosted when I had our friend Sonique, Kylie Sonique Love was on the show and she was on in November of 2019. And I absolutely love Sonique. I'm so proud of her. She is currently on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars, which is airing right now. And she on that episode, we talked about this ghost encounter that she captured on camera. And so if you would like to know what we're talking about, just go to YouTube and type in Sonique's encounter with a ghost. And then you'll see that video because Peppermint and I watch it on this episode and talk about it. And um, and go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it as well. Another thing about this episode today is that <laughs> I think this is the first time this has ever happened. I had Peppermint, I had a guest decline listening to EVPs. So if you're new around here, you know, every episode we listen to alleged ghost voices. And I have my guess, guess what the ghost hunters think that the ghost is saying or what they hear. And um, so we do not listen to ghost voices on this episode. But, I mean, I did, like, pull some EVPs out for Peppermint. So I feel like we should listen to at least one of them right now. So let's do that. EVPs or please. Okay, so this one I found on YouTube it comes from Oklahoma Ghost Chasers. And I'm not really sure exactly where this location is, but tell me what you hear. It sounds like a whispery kind of a EVP. Let's play it again. Any guesses? Okay, I'll give you some options. Is it A, did I eat? You know when you're like really busy and then you like show up someplace, you're like, did I eat? I should have brought a cliff bar. All right, B, do not leave. 
Is it C? Did I do that? It could be the ghost of Steve Urkel. Or is it D? Diane Weist, the actress. Oh, I love Diane Weist. Okay, here's, here it is again. Do not leave is what they hear. I actually do hear that. I hear that as well. I really hear, did I eat? But um, I guess it would make more sense for a ghost to be like, do not leave. No, be here with me. Here, I'll play it again. I hear it. All right. Well, you can't say I didn't, didn't play an EVP at least. Okay. So here is my conversation with the hilarious, the iconic... Peppermint. But before we get into that, I should tell you to go to patreon.com slash Ross if you want to hear a little bit more. That that thing I've been doing at the end of our episodes where I rattle off some unexplained phenomenas, UFOs, Bigfoots, possessions, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm putting that on Patreon in my second tier this week. So uh, you can hear that there. But everything else is right here. It's time for my conversation with Peppermint. On with the show. Oh my god. I'm joined by one of my absolute favorite queens <laughs> in the world. Peppermint, how are you? I am fabulous, Roz, darling. I am feeling lovely. I am I'm call I'm talking to you remotely from Florida, which is unusual for me. Usually I'm in New York, but um what are you doing I'm in here, Florida? I'm here filming um, a couple episodes of I Am Jazz. Oh, my God. <laughs> Peppermint, you are so busy. Like, I just, like, look at your Instagram. I'm like, Peppermint works. <laughs> As you I, should. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I, I was actually so lucky. I got to work with you during the pandemic. We were on the Sherry Vine variety show, which was cute. We only did, it was a very short little shoot, but it was super fun. And uh, from what I could tell, you had just been doing all kinds of things this pandemic. So, no pandemic is going to get in the way of peppermint, and I love that. That's right. You know, I mean, it, it, it was it was tough, and and you know, it, my career took its its it had its effects that the pandemic did on on me, and you know, both professionally and also, you know, not to be too serious, but it you know there was living in New York, we had a really particular view of what was going on and particular experience. Um, and, you know, it brought up a lot of questions. Like, do I still want to live here? Do I still want to work in nightlife? Do I still want to be an entertainer? I think a lot of people ask those questions. And then for a lot of people, the answer was no. And luckily for me, fortunately enough for me, there was enough things that allowed me to say yes to many of those questions. So Yeah. I mean, I, for myself, I was like, eh. I don't know if I want to like be out all night anymore. And like, there's just like certain things that as I go back, I'm like, yeah. And now I think yeah. I just have a different idea of what I want to do. I don't do know. with I your life. Have... And that's good. <laughs> I mean, I love podcasting. Like podcasting got me through the pandemic and it's something that, you know, like, I mean, of course I'm head to toe the most extravagant drag I've ever been in right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one can see. But, uh, you know, sometimes when you podcast, you don't have to do that. So that's kind of nice, too. 
Yeah, doing, I think the, the thing is, I think the digital life, as much as we bemoaned a lot of it, and as much as we were kind of, oh, I don't want to have to do these Zoom calls and these things, I think it's here to stay. I think these companies and corporations, like, look, let me tell you, I'm Delta Diamond. I'm not trying to brag, but it took a lot of work to get there. And, you know, (laughs) before what that used to mean is, you know, steak dinners and an appetizer and a salad and everything. And now it's a hand sanitizer wipe and a bag of crackers. And and I'm like, well. It's better to be Delta Diamond than Delta variant. Hello, darling. That's the truth. (laughs) And I, you know, I'm like, okay, we have to do this for the pandemic and I get it. And and it's obviously clearly it's, we're not done with the pandemic yet. I think we need to wait and see what this, this winter will bring with Miss Delta variant. But, Mm -hmm. um, but I do think these companies are like, oh, wait a minute, we can charge the same amount and just give them crackers. Girl, (laughs) this is here to stay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were named ACLU's first ever trans justice ambassador. I mean, we're living in an exciting time, Peppermint. Honey, can you believe it? I'm so excited. It feels really good to be able to... I mean, the, the ACLU has always been the people who have been explaining all these really confusing laws and policies and bills that are always coming down the pike that are all discriminatory. And I never understood what they are between the numbers and the built 1492, 15 article A512 right. <laughs> to knowing like what they're remembering what they're called, let alone what's inside of them and what they mean. And so ACLU has always been up on that because that's their thing. They're, they're attorneys and they've been, you know, they've been doing it for over a hundred years. And so to know that they're, um, they've always, you know, obviously been fighting for e- equality for LGBTQ people. But uh, I do think it's well overdue. It's a, it's about damn time they have a trans justice ambassador. And darn it, I'm happy to be that person. Oh, who better? Amazing. Well, Peppermint, I want to talk about ghosts. Me too. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. my love. <laughs> oh, my, my God. Darling. I love that. I love that movie. And you know, okay, it's funny that you bring that up because I was just, I was just doing some research on you. Now I went to Wikipedia, which Wikipedia famously is always a hundred percent accurate. So, (laughs) so uh, um, let me check a few things here. But the reason I was thinking, because, okay, you're referencing the movie ghost. I was just re-listening to a time I had Nicole Byer on this podcast and we talked about ghosts, but we also talked about how she went to AMDA and I saw on Wikipedia that you went to AMDA. Is that, was, is that accurate? It's true. Okay. So Nicole, when she went to AMDA, uh, I don't know if you stayed in the, the housing that she stayed in, but she stayed in a place called the Stratford Arms, which I guess is AMDA student housing. And it's super haunted. Do you know oh anything gosh. about that? I mean, let me put, I can give you a little precursor. Okay. Um, yes. The, 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 the whole deal with, with new, I mean, I'm not sure how much you talked about it with Nicole or with anyone, but AMDA used to basically, um, they didn't have their own dedicated anything. They didn't have their own dedicated nothing. Everything was <laughs> borrowed or rented from other people or other parts of the city. And so we all we all went to the same school, but 
it would basically be like 10 students in, in vacant room. Whenever a, a, a residential hotel had vacancies, they would put us in it. And residential uh, okay. hotels, for people who don't know, are like, they're exactly what they sound like. They're like long stay hotels that, but it's when you say hotel, it's like loose loosely used term you're not getting like you know room service and your your linens changed it's like a room yeah. that is in the building and you know that has all the cigarette burns and and pee stains on everything and so when a when someone when a room opens up when either someone gets arrested or dies then they would have they would put students in there and that was i guess their best way to 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 have cheap housing for us and so <laughs> I lived at the Greystone, which was considered the Ritz Carlton of the oh. of the uh, of the student housing, and then for some reason Nicole Nicole and everybody else lived at the Strat. And the Strat, that's what we called it for short, the Strat. Um, the Strat, along with the Greystone and many of the other, was there was Hayden Hall, which they called Hayden Hell. Uh, <laughs> there was there was so many other ones that had their own nicknames. There was the York. They all had these names and the buildings like, you know, already had, there was the Amsterdam for, you know, New York buildings. They just named them after a thing. Um, anyway, they, the, the happening, what, what they had was like, you would go in them and they had basically like all of these elderly people who used to live there um, or who all these elderly people who lived there, uh, who have lived there pretty much their whole lives since the turn of the century when they were youngsters. And so in the Greystone lobby, you would go in every day and there would be like five to 10 elderly people, always the same people sitting mm -hmm. down and they would just leave their apartments. And that was their event for the day was just to be in the lobby. And they would, you know, you'd go in and you say hi and bye and they'd see you off to school. And, and then they'd, they'd be there to greet you when you came back from school. And if you did sit down with them and have, you know, some people were like not creeped out, <laughs> you know, because they weren't dressed all fancy. They were like sitting down there in their nightgowns. And if you did talk to them, they would tell you these stories about how they were, you know, Broadway showgirls and dancers. Oh, that's kind of amazing. Chorus, chorus girls that worked at the Ziegfeld Follies. And so, you know, th this was like a real part of history and entertainment history. Uh, these a lot of these people who were living in now these efficiencies where they were just you know living out their years you know and I don't know if they had friends and family we never really knew much about them um, but occasionally someone would die in the ha in the room <laughs> um, and would you, you know, hear people talk about it being haunted. I never heard anyone talk about, um, yeah, yes, I did hear people talk about the Stratford being haunted, but the Stratford, it was really difficult to know if the Stratford was actually haunted because, the, you know, just like a lot of places in big cities, they have these big buildings that are really useful and valuable, and they use them for many different things. The Stratford, like the Greystone, which is where I lived, was a multi-use building. It was a hotel. It was an old folks home. It was a student housing. It was also um, outpatient for a um, sort of like halfway house and also mental services housing. Uh, there was also people who had been, um, you know, dealing with substance abuse and, you know, living there. And so like, it was like 
everybody and their issues was up in that place. And yeah, so sometimes you energy, didn't know it, it sounds like. Yeah, lots of energy. You didn't know if somebody was, if it was haunted or if there was somebody was just like took an extra hit of something. And mm. and so all that was going on is what I'm trying to say. But, you know. Well, Nicole saw a little boy ghost and Ooh. she her roommate saw the ghost of what appeared to be a like a horse jockey in a closet. And then, okay, so after I talked to Nicole, I had had a listener of this show write me. Um, Joey from Quebec went there and, and lived in the Stratford Arms. And uh, this is what Joey wrote. They say, during my time in the dorms, I always had my own room. However, in my first semester, I didn't have my own private bathroom until my second semester. So in our hallways, there were a few bathrooms. I hated using the men's room for obvious reasons, LOL. So I used to wait to see the... I used to wait to use the private girls' bathroom. So I was going to do that one night, and before I could go in... I saw an older woman walk right in and shut the door. So I sort of stood there waiting. Five minutes go by, and I'm chilling, and then I look up. The door is wide open, and there was no woman in there. But I know I saw someone. So then I started using the boys' bathroom. Another time, in the, on the 10th floor, which I called the quiet floor, I'm walking down the hallway to my friend's room, and a man with an old-fashioned suit was walking towards me. So I moved to give him room as he passes me. I turn back. He was a looker. Okay, LOL. And when I look back, he was gone. I was like, what the fuck? However... I uh, love this stuff. I was exhilarated. So, I mean, maybe those people that you used to see, who knows? Who knows if they were ghosts? They they might not have actually been there, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what's your story with ghosts? Where are you at with that? Do you believe in this stuff? I do believe in, I definitely believe in spirits. And I, I mean, I think there's a difference between spirits and ghosts, maybe. I don't okay, really know. What maybe is that? you can tell me. Um, I think that spirits are, well, I think that spirits are the essence of everything that's all the energy and that basically our energy, our essence, our energy um, left over after our body is, is finished. And ghosts, I think, are, if, if, if spirits are essence and energy, then I think that ghosts are of one particular mood. And okay. it's like stuck in that mood. I think someone's a ghost when, I mean, maybe I've been watching too many movies and TV shows, but I think if so someone's a ghost because something went wrong, mm. they didn't get to pass on the way that they wanted to. They didn't get to finish and go through the way that they wanted to. They're um, stuck. They're stuck. And so I think that ghosts are basically a representation of that. And so you know, even though this person may have lived a full and happy life and different things, if they were in a particular mood and, you know, when they were, you know, at a certain point, that's, that's the mood that they're in for the rest for, of, for the rest of eternity as ghosts. That's what I think. And so all of a sudden this, this lovely lady who was a beautiful, loving mother who was who got angry one day and fell off the thing, you know, and then died. Now her ghost is just angry. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, <laughs> okay. That's what I think. It's like you're you're whatever you were stuck at, you're just stuck at it. That's that's what I think a ghost is. 
Yeah, I, I mean, expert. I definitely, I think that there, that that is a lot of times what's going on. But, because um, like sometimes I encounter quote unquote ghosts where it's like they died, but they just don't want to be dead. Like they they died, they, they knew they were dying and they're just like, I really like this house. So I'm just going to stay here for a while mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like sometimes it's not like, like it is kind of like sad and not dealing with whatever they're, they needed to deal with, but it's like, I don't know. Cause you know, there's so many different kinds of ghosts. There's, there are some ghosts that seem to be more like what they call intelligent having, different emotions and they can kind of react to you and they can Mm -hmm. make jokes. They can do all kinds of things. And then there's other ones that are just kind of stuck. Like they're, they're just kind of on repeat. Um, They call them residual hauntings. They're going to be roaming the halls, whether you see them or not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah. And, and the, the ghost and spirit thing, I, I see that too, because um, it seems that like, you know, like all of us, when we pass, like physically our bodies on this earth, we still have our spirit. And it seems that those spirits, you know, they go somewhere. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that it's not. I think that with the word ghost, there's kind of like a like a sad connotation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I don't know. It's it, it's in some ways, it's just a matter of like semantics or wording. You know, it's like. Because, for example, okay, my house as a child, my grandmother who died was chilling and she was very, I would say, intelligent and acted like a grandma as Mm -hmm. a ghost. But I'm like, it's weird calling her a ghost (laughs) because she was like, because you're like, that's grandma. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, it was certainly her spirit. But like she was exactly I think she just stayed around because she she lived in that house and she loved it and um she died when i was young and so she appeared to me and my cousin who was also young at the time so i don't i don't know so you've never um encountered a ghost or a i don't think i've ever seen anything in particular that was um i mean and i'm not a skeptic i'm i'm quite a scaredy cat and so <laughs> i think i just I may, listen, I may have seen ghosts. I just don't stick around to even figure it out. I'm like, oh, oh snap, something moved. I got to go. What was that well, you're booked. You're like, go. okay, I got a TV show to go be on. Yeah, I, gotta go I don't have TV time show. for this. I don't know how that got there, but I got to go. Um, <laughs> so that's well, usually my story. But I did, I mean, the, the one story that, the one like thing that I have, which I don't want to go too deep into, but um it, my 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 grandma. It always involves our grandparents. My grandmother was um, quite the eccentric lady at the at the parties. Let's just say that. Um, okay. You know, after cocktail hour. Okay. okay. If you catch my drift, mm-hmm. and uh, she eventually passed of lung cancer, um, and that was a really tough time. I was there, you know, helping with her and everything when she when she passed uh but my grandfather she would always accuse my grandfather of being you know unfaithful and un everything and anything that started with un she accused my grandfather and we didn't really have that much confirmation they were married for 75 years whoa and so they she had her suspicions and you know 
she knew what she knew, I guess. Um, and <laughs> I rem- <laughs> I had, after she passed, I spent less time at my grandparents' house. Uh, but apparently only a few months after she had passed, <laughs> allegedly, and I don't know exactly how it happens, but allegedly, according to my aunts and my mother, uh, my grandfather was in my grand my it was in their bed. My grandfather was in their bed with someone who wasn't my grandmother. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the um, above the bed was a was the window where a uh, air conditioner was like right above the bed. I don't. It's the most bizarre place that you would put it, but it was like above the bed. Like if the air conditioner fell out of the wall, it would hit, smash her head. I don't know why anyone would put an air conditioner there, but that's where it was. Uh, and so the uh, above the bed air conditioner apparently caught on fire and there was this <laughs> huge burn mark on the wall um, where the air conditioner had caught on fire. And, you know, I think that was the last time my grandfather had ever tried to use that bed for anything other than sleeping. Um <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and so I think that and I would I hope that that was my grandmother's ghost <laughs> yeah oh my god okay that's good that's good <laughs> do you ever go to like psychics or have you done anything like that I haven't I, I've I haven't gone to a psychic I have I am on a deck of tarot cards and so I would like oh. to get my cards read there's a, um, I wish I had their name, but they're uh, an art, an artiste who makes drag tarot cards from many of the girls from RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm the two of wands, I think. Um, and I'm also, I'm also on there as one of the village people because we did a uh, village people song in our season. Yes. And, uh, and so I would love to get my cards read one day. Um, so when you were growing up, did did your family have any thoughts on this kind of stuff? Like, did they believe in it? Did you? No, did you grow I up mean, thinking? Other, other than my grandmother, like the, until the, those moments with my grandmother, that was pretty much the that we my that was pretty much the first time I'd ever heard anything about like ghosts from my family or in and around my family. No one ever talked about this house is haunted. But then, you know the, I think people would probably say that now about my grandparents' house, surely if you're my grandfather, but we just happened to live, this is going to sound so bougie, but I guess there was a moment in time when Black families who were educators were a part of that wave, um, which you can probably watch about, look at in some other TV shows, um, part of that wave in the early, in the late 40s, um, early 50s, who were actually, um, buying land and building their own houses. And so the houses that I spent a lot of the time in were actually built from, from the ground up for a, for the people who lived in them. My, you know, my family members, my grandparents, they built the house. Um, and so the, I didn't have an opportunity to live in a place where like, oh, the old lady who used to live here died because nobody lived there beforehand. I know that's not the answer you want to hear. But. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> was this in Wilmington, Delaware, according to Wikipedia? <laughs> I, uh, yes. Uh, my grandparents' house is in Pennsylvania. Um, 
which is where I was born. And then I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. My mom and I did not build our own houses. I mean, obviously I was a kid. My mom did, she was a single mother, did not build the house. We, we were always the young, poor folks, the youngest and the poorest um, who just lived in apartments our whole life. Hmm. Did you ever go to or hear about a place called the Dead President's Tavern in Wilmington? Oh, Dead Presidents? Yeah, everybody's heard of Dead Presidents. I've I've been to Dead, Pre- Dead Presidents now. I, I moved out of Wilmington when I was um, 18. So I wasn't really, I wasn't old enough to go there as a patron. But I believe that, they, that Dead Presidents did events sometimes. And I think I might have gone like just a, as an event once or twice in the back. Um, but everybody, Dead Presidents is legendary. Is Dead Presidents haunted? Uh, Well, of course. Why else would I bring it up? Okay, I was doing some research on Wilmington, and this was the most interesting story that I found, I think. Okay, there's this presence that haunts it that allegedly this man, apparently this is true, it's not just like an urban legend, that this man in 1960, they called him Lemonade Mullery, I guess was his name. His nickname Sounds was like Lemonade. a drink. <laughs> yeah, I guess his name was Lemonade, but I think that the way he died has something to do with that. I'm not sure, but okay. So he, uh, he, was, uh, he drank a lot, and he liked to play practical jokes. He would throw things at staff, um, and, you know, this is, you know, 50s, 60s. And uh, for some reason, people were okay with it, that he was this, like, jokester. To me, honestly, it's like, okay, a drunk person throwing things, you'd have to be really sweet to get away with that. But he, um, one night, is super drunk, and he goes to the bathroom, and he slipped on a puddle of urine and broke his neck and he died. (laughs) <laughs> he oh broke God. his neck and died. So oh apparently he haunts this place now. And um, waiters and waitresses have had dishes thrown at them. And um, they've heard maniacal giggling behind them. Glasses in the bar have rattled by themselves. And <laughs> other poltergeist <laughs> incidents occur. And pranks are played on the patrons. Dominoes in the game room have been known to float across the recreation room and giggling is heard on the stairs and the area around the bathrooms. Mm -mm. So next time Mm -mm. you're in Wilmington. Next time I'm in Wilmington, I will make sure I do not go to dead person. This is the thing. Okay. I am a horror fanatic. Okay. What kind of horror do you like? Zombie is my main and... I felt like I'm listening to a, st- a ghost story, so I had to get myself some Sour Patch Kids to, <laughs> to eat while I was listening to you talk about lemonade. Oh, no lemonade, problem. Lullery l- l- or whatever his name is. <laughs> lemonade Mullery. Um, <laughs> that name, that name. Don't say it again. Um, He'll appear. <laughs> I love zombie movies. And, you know, zombie, the zombie genre is my favorite. But I love all scary movies. So what is it about horror that draws you to it? Because, I mean, you're to the point where even your Insta says horror fan. 
I know. And it's really ridiculous because most people are like, what are you talking about? But I've actually met some people who are like, I don't actually like scary movies. And I look at that. I think, are you what's wrong with you? How could you not like scary movies? I like scary movies. I like thrills. I like roller coasters. I like things like that. You like you some zombies. Um, I love zombies. And I think my biggest attraction to zombie movies is the theater theatrical experience when you can scream at something coming on the screen and then grab your friends and like scream and while you're grabbing ripping their arm off um for some reason i'm attracted to zombies i don't i feel like i know a lot about zombies if zombies come i you're prepared i guess i'm i feel like i'm prepared but i don't i I don't want to die by zombie but i guess i would rather die by zombie than some other way of dying i guess but okay this is messed up but there was a time at the very beginning of the pandemic when I ran oh, no. my ass to Target to get some toilet paper and I could like there was nothing like there was it was scary to see people like running. And I was like, this reminds me of all those zombie movies that I've seen where it's mm-hmm. like people start fight. You know, like The Walking Dead becomes like people fighting over like resources and different penicillin. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. I was like, is this and then it becomes the Oregon are? Trail because it's like penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but my thing with zombies is I'm always like, okay, if I think I would, I would get to a point where I'm like, okay, it seems way more fun to be a zombie. Like, just take me, give me a bite. And you know, <laughs> they seem like dumb, you if know, ignorant all you is bliss. <laughs> yeah. All you can eat buffet. Sounds good to me. Well, I want to see how Don't much of a scaredy cat you are because I have, Something scary okay. to show you, okay? Our friend Sonique, who was on this podcast, she has a genuine ghost video that shook me I to my core. See. Oh no! You don't want to see it? Wait, I don't. I'll watch it, but what? <laughs> we haven't gotten to the scare. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, I want to tell you first. Let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell okay. you, because you're already scaring me. Okay. I well, I don't question. want to scare you too much. What I'm I thought you liked about it. scary. I do. I like scary movies, but I don't like. I like scary movies. I like. I like zombie movies, and I like action films. I like things because I know that they're fake. When oh, I know okay. that they're real, it really scares me. I don't like seeing violence or people actually being hurt in in real life. I don't like. Um, I don't like when zombies really come around. I don't like. Uh, you know. You know the the scary the movies that scare me the most are like scare me the most are ghost movies and the like movies about like possession demons. like demons and stuff like that. Same. I don't do it. Now, I watch those. I I'll watch them once. I will not I not will not watch them twice. And honey, you, I I watch a zombie movie before I go to bed. Like I'll sit and watch a zombie movie and then fall asleep. I I and I'll watch a demon movie before I go to sleep too, but then I'm like looking around and thinking and I'm like <laughs> I don't want to look in the mirror. I don't want to look in. I don't want to look in any kind of reflection. I don't want to look. I I don't want to wake up at three fourteen between three and four is when they say the demons yes. are the witching hour. I don't uh-huh. want to do any. Like I'm wary of all of that. And right now I'm staying on a. I won't even tell you what has. I'm I'm staying in a, a, a an Airbnb by myself in Florida, and it scares the heck out of me. And so I'm just. Afraid. We can pass okay. on it. We can pass on it. You, you can show it. Now, wait, can you can you give me a little bit of a precursor? 
Or like, okay. th- what, so, what, 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 yeah, tell me. So, Sonique, Sonique was just chilling in her home and she was just, you know, I think she was on live. This is a number of years ago. And all of a sudden she was like looking into the camera on her computer and she saw somebody behind her. Oh, no. <laughs> and there was nobody behind her. But you can see somebody behind her in this video. Oh, my God. Now, listen, I am seriously. Are you sure? I'm seriously oh. sensitive to this kind of to, to your situation because I'm the exact same way, especially when I'm staying someplace that I don't live. And I am not sure if there's ghosts. Wait. So, okay. um, so you d- see, so in this video is not her telling the story. It's actually the video of no, she was it's recording the, the it. Video. Yeah, it's the well, video. How do you know that there's nobody behind her? Well, you have it's- to see. Oh my god. Okay. You go ahead and play it, and if I need to, look, I'll just look away. I, I might just see it peripherally. I'm just looking uh, away. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna be looking to like the right side of her where like that cup is. Okay. Oh Jesus! It's a short clip. Okay, here we go. I don't know if you have. Of course, you have cursing. You had Nicole on there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Here we go. Okay, I'm not looking. Okay, go. Keep looking. Did you see it? No. Good. Well, I'm glad I didn't see it. Thank God. Oh, I feel like I dodged a bullet. <laughs> okay, Can you freeze fine. frame? Freeze frame on it. Freeze okay. Frame okay. It. Go through it slow. Okay. Here we go. Freeze frame on it. Okay. Yeah. Because it's a By right where cup. that cup okay. is. Okay, okay. Here we go. Do you see that? Oh! <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> It's like a guy reaching for like a fry or something. Okay, now that you've seen it, can we can we watch it in real time now that you've seen it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Girl, uh uh-uh. What's this reaction? No, 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 no. Honey, if that was a if you if I saw something behind me, you would have seen me. I would have been out of there so quick. I would (laughs) have screamed. I would have knocked over the camera. I would have jumped. I would have ran. I ain't looking all slow. So neat, girl. What's wrong with you? That's how people get killed. Don't don't be having this um, nonchalant ass reaction when, if you know that you're nobody's in the house, you're supposed to run. You know Sonique too. Like, well, first of all, I've seen a video of Sonique whooping somebody's ass that tried to take her tips. Sonique is tough, but she's also the sweetest like i i truly believe i don't think that she like that this is fake or anything like this is to me a genuine one of the best ghost videos i've ever seen girl i don't get i mean i yeah i'm it's for i'm i can't engage with it too much because it does scare me but i just don't understand why she didn't go ah because that's what i would have done well because she looks back and there's nothing there so she's like oh maybe there isn't anything and it wasn't a haunted house where she lived. It was just like a thing that happened, which could sometimes happen. We don't know, but okay, I'm glad you watched it. Okay, yeah, I watched it. I don't like okay. it. Don't keep showing it. Okay, okay, okay. 
I feel like I have scared you enough. Now, we, there is something that we usually do on the show, but I, I am totally fine, seriously, with not doing it if you don't want. But I'll tell you what it is. We listen to ghost voices, which people believe that they've captured ghosts speaking on camera, like from ghost hunting. And I play them. And I have you guess what the ghost is saying. Would you want to give that a try? No, not okay. hell no. Hell <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I ain't listening to no ghosts talking to me. I don't want to know what they have to say. I don't want to know what a ghost voice sounds like. I don't want to recognize no ghost. If I thought it was the lawnmower, I want to still think it's the lawnmower. If I thought it was a duck, I still want to think it's a duck. If I thought it was whatever, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Y'all, y'all, Ross. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. Okay, we won't do it then. We'll skip it this time. Okay, then let me tell you about one more thing. I'm have sorry. you ever have you ever heard of La Pascualita? No, tell me about La Pascualita. Okay. In Chihuahua, Mexico, which is actually where my family is from originally, mm-hmm. um, there's a local legend. And so basically, this woman owned this dress store. Her name was Pascuala Esparza. She mm-hmm. owns this dress store, and her daughter died of a black widow spider bite. Oh, no. Okay. This is in 1930. Mm-hmm. And then, very, very shortly after, this brand new mannequin showed up in the window at the dress store that looked a lot like the daughter. And people are like, wait a minute, that looks just like her. And they say that it looks so eerily real, like way more than like a 1930s mannequin. Like she's got veins on her thighs or like on her legs like she's got fingernails like she looks like an embalmed human being which there are like popes and other like world leaders and stuff around the world that have done that like they're like kind of on display and they like are embalmed or whatever but Mm -hmm. um so people uh claim that this mannequin, they see her eyes following them. They oh, no. turn around and she's in a different position. And people from around the world come to see this mannequin. And when today, to this day, to this day, she's like an urban legend. I mean, now we don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, it it's kind of convincing. But can I show you a picture of what she looks like? Oh. <laughs> Girl, what are you doing? You trying Peppermint. to Peppermint. I saw her. on Instagram that you like horror movies. Don't blame me for movies, preparing bitch. This movies. <laughs> movies. Movies. Actors. Okay. Show me the goddamn. Excuse, now you got me cursing. Show me this bitch. Oh Lord. What are you going to show me a picture of? Tell me what okay. it is. Okay. This is the mannequin. What is this? Is just no. It's, don't it's just, just pop a up mannequin. No I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Okay, then take it down. Describe it. Describe it. It's just a beautiful female mannequin and a close-up of her hand that kind of shows that it looks more like a real... um, So it's something that looks... Okay, in order for me to look at this, I'm sorry, I have to take the gas out of it a little bit. it's It's a mannequin that's in the store that looks very real. 
That's what I'm looking uh, at. People right? think it looks really real. Now, based on I've never seen it in person. I think mm-hmm. it kind of just looks like a mannequin, but there is a close-up of the hand, and oh, Lord. okay, and it kind of the hand to me does look way Bitch, more. Is real. this thing going to jump out or do something crazy? No, I swear to God, this. I'm okay. not shady like that at all. <laughs> I swear, okay, peppermint. Okay. okay, let's look at it. Okay. Ooh. So what Why do you think? You, ooh, the, the hand doesn't does look. Like she's a moisturizer. Yeah, it doesn't look like even the neck area. This doesn't look like a mannequin that came out of the box. You know, like right. oh, but she's been there for all these years. Now, how much? Why would you mu- keep? I guess if it's a tourist attraction, you're going to keep it now. Yeah, at this point, yeah, it's become like a destination. But how much money would you have to be paid? To put on that dress and be in that store for an entire night by yourself <laughs> with, with that mannequin. More than a million dollars. Probably <laughs> 10. Actually, there's no amount of money. You wouldn't I do wouldn't it? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't care how much money it is. It's not worth it. It's more. It, it would have to be more money than I could ever spend in a lifetime, which means you might as well get killed. Because you're never going to spend it. So I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> if the ghost okay. is like, okay, the, I'll give you $10 million because I know you can't spend this money. But since you can't spend it, I'll kill you. Then no. Like, uh, Okay. Well, Peppermint, you've been a great sport. I, I really hope I did not traumatize you. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> I'm scared, but I'm all right. <laughs> oh, no, Peppermint. I might watch no. cartoons tonight. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm so appreciate you doing this. Can you tell people, I mean, now this could take an hour, but can you tell people what you got going on, where people can find you? I mean, there's so much stuff going on, um, but, you know, let us know. Yeah, people should um, follow me on social media. They should check out my new music. I've got something brand new coming out. It is called uh, Moment of Weakness, Letters to My Lovers, which is a follow-up to a girl like me, Letters to My Lovers. It's a very personal R&B, 90s R&B um, breakup album about a relationship that I was in. And people should watch out for me on Call Me Mother uh, on Out TV, a brand new drag reality show where I'm a judge, uh, where three houses battle it out and the losing house has to send, each week the losing house has to send, the losing the mother from the losing house has to send home they're one of their children. Uh, and so that starts in the fall. Obviously, people should check out I Am Jazz, support the show and retweet about it, talk about it, because, you know, they, they tackle some really important topics on the show. And I'm just really grateful to be a part of um, to. It's about their family. It's about, you know, it's about the Jennings family, for those of you that don't know, and their support of uh, their youngest child, who is a trans gender woman now she was a young girl and they've been this this is season seven and so i'm happy to be featured on the show and um that comes out this fall as well i think it's on discovery plus probably right well it was on tlc but you know a lot of these these um networks are having these big old mergers honey it's like a network orgy and so Uh you can't tell who who works what what and what channel does does my password still work i don't know right 
I'm not sure, but it's it is it, originally I know on it is TLC. on Discovery Plus. I don't know if it's only on Discovery Plus, but it is on Discovery Plus, which I have because mm-hmm. that's what all the ghost shows are on too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Peppermint, it's been lovely. Um, Thank you. God, I genuinely feel bad that I I didn't want to scare you like this. <laughs> Please don't it's be okay. mad. Okay, I've been scared. I've been scared much worse. I'll tell you, I'm never watching Hereditary again. <laughs> oh, my God. When she's on the ceiling. I don't want to know. I don't want to talk Sorry. about it. Okay. And then I bring it up. Of course, I bring it up. I just, I live in this spookiness. So I'm, I talk about it so nonchalantly. And then I forget that there's people that, like, don't just talk about this stuff every day. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you so much doing this. And... Um, Hopefully I'll get to work with you again sometime. Yes, I would love that, Gorge. Thank you so much to Peppermint. Special thank you to Ken Phillips. And if you want to hear more from this episode, go to patreon.com slash rosdresfales on my second tier. You can hear Peppermint's thoughts on UFOs and Bigfoots and haunted dolls and that kind of stuff. And you can also hear my new little patreon podcast that i'm doing with my best friend sam pancake for the next couple of weeks or maybe longer i don't know but it's all there on patreon link in the description of this episode and guys next week one of our favorite guests of the show it is a three-peat uh guest this is katrina weidman will be back here And we'll be talking about the TV show Portals to Hell. So go watch Portals to Hell. Also on Discovery Plus. Uh, You know, go go watch Portals to Hell. It's one of my absolute favorite paranormal TV shows. And we'll be talking all about it next week. So uh, check that out. Make sure you're subscribed. Hey, please tell your friends about Ghosted and rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you have a ghost story, you could leave it in there. Maybe I'll read it on the show. And join our Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresfalez. I am on Cameo at Roz Dresfalez. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. And I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Brains Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.